Hey everyone, Future Kenny here. Uh, I am doing this post-recording. Apparently, I call this episode 99 many times during the course of this episode. Well, fun fact, it's not. It is episode 98. Okay, that means more time than I thought to plan what episode 100 will be. But carry on with your lives, it's episode 98. Please enjoy the episode, I love you, bye. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. If my math is correct, this is episode 99, and uh, holy hell, next week will be episode 100. Do I have something special planned yet? In my head, I do. I don't know what it is yet, but we're going to figure something out for episode 100. But for now, episode 99, and my God, do we have a lot to talk about. A couple quick disclaimers, points to get out of the way before we really dive in. Number one, thank you for being back. Number two... Uh, could not upload to YouTube last week. I was away on business in Birmingham, Alabama. So I did get you an episode on Apple Spotify. If you missed it, go check that out. Uh, we're back on YouTube this week. Hopefully we'll not have issues in the foreseeable future. I did uh, record for YouTube last week and intended on uploading. But my God, if you guys know what hotel Wi-Fi is like, it ain't good. So I was not able to upload. Another couple bits and pieces of information. Haven't streamed in a few weeks. Work's been kicking my booty. We are streaming this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern start times for all three. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Potentially a Saturday a.m. stream. That one's up in the air. Depends how I feel. But absolutely Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. What are we going to do? We're going to crank out a new program. Okay, we've got a ton to talk about. I am recording at Monday, on Monday, excuse me, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The new program has just dropped. Tomorrow, there will be content that I'm unable to cover because it's the Home Run Derby that's happening this evening. So, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of work through that, all right? But let's, let's start talking here. Let's go there. Boom, you're seeing the game now. Okay, so I have made notes on this piece of paper. We will go through these notes on this piece of paper. Welcome to the horribly named All-Stars of the Franchise program, okay? Three weeks long, actually 22 days. That's one day more than three weeks. Uh, it goes to 1 million XP, and we will go through the entirety of the program. Um, there will also be packs coming out Monday night and Tuesday night from the Home Run Derby and the All-Star game. You will get packs, uh, you will get cards, rather, in the Home Run Derby from all eight participants. That's nothing new. The participants, just as a reminder, Kyle Schwarber, Albert Pujols, Pete Alonso, Ronald Acuna Jr., Corey Seager, Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, Jose Ramirez. Now, my assumption is that this will be, like it was in the past, broken down into a base round, a mid round, and a rare round. I would guess that the base round will be 395's choice pack, the mid-round will be 397s, and then the, uh, the the championship round, the final round, will be the winner and the runner-up, 299s, okay? That's what I'm thinking. I am assuming here that Pete Alonso will be a finalist. I also have a sneaky feeling that J-Rod will be a finalist. I could be totally wrong there. Uh, but a, a 99 J-Rod would be banging, because the J-Rod they released for this All-Stars franchise program thing was just okay. Um... The All-Star Game cards will be the top performers, most likely also the MVP. Um, I don't remember how many cards there were for the All-Star Pack last year. It might have been eight, might have been the same breakdown. 395s, 397s, 299s, but I can't recall off the top of my head. That'll be a surprise. We'll have to see. But now that that's out of the way, let's talk about this program. 
The very first thing we're going to do is we're going to go through the XP path, and then we'll go back and look at all the cards. This episode will j basically just be us talking about these cards, okay? Uh, there's also some uh, some new stuff to look at on the calendar, which I promise we will get to, uh, and a new collection, which we will get to. So, we don't care about any of these things, these icons and equipments. First thing, w there are more flashbacks and legends. 30 flashbacks and legends for the NL, or 15 for the NL, 15 for the AL, right? So... I'm not going to bother looking at the attributes of every single one of these guys with you, because most of them suck poopy poops. But we will look at the ones that are, like, semi-viable. Uh, Just semi-viable. Ryan Stanek, 93 overall postseason. Listen, he's a three-pitch, four-seam slider splitter pitcher. That's not great, but he throws very hard. 96 velo, the will get to 99, 121 hits per nine. Is he great, like I said? No, but he might be worth toying with. I'm not going to use him personally, but I'll understand if you do. Uh, next card that might be kind of sneaky. Tyler Clippard. Listen, he throws softer than a toddler. However, throws a cutter, 108 hits per nine, kind of funky release. And sometimes when you throw that slow, throws some people off. So, might be worth trying. Um, they listen to me. They're giving us relievers of guys they still have the rights to. Mark Melanson, 50 save club. Cutter primary. I'm surprised his control is only an 84. Thought it'd be a little better, but 109 hits per nine, 99 break. Uh, does he have any good quirks? Mr. Splitty, not really. Uh, but still, decent card. I wouldn't be shocked if, if you used it. The hell, I might play with it too. Uh, Adam Wainwright, closing pitcher Adam Wainwright. This card's a kind of a copy-paste. Sinker cutter, good control, decent velo, good break. Hits per nine's a little low, case per nine's very high. So, not a great card, not a bad card. Um, these cards are all dookie. Ah, you know what? Nah, this card sucks. Uh, I was talking about Hyunjin Ryu. 91 Sergio Romo is a good card. Slider, four seam sinker circle, 102 hits per nine, 99 break, very good control. His sinker is going to get some people swinging below the zone. His slider is generally very slow. It is, again, 79 miles an hour. Also has 99 control of that slider. That's filthy nasty. That's really good. So those are your National League Legends and Flashbacks. As we continue on here, next up of note at 25k XP. Flashbacks and Legends from the AL. Prime Darren O'Day. This will be a card you see. This is an easy-to-obtain, decent card. It's a copy-paste, but it's a pretty good card. Uh, this might be the best new reliever dropped, and that includes the All-Star cards. They did Chad Green so wonderfully. I am so proud of SDS for making my son Chad Green good. This is a 2017 second half. It's a 94 overall. Four seam, slider, cutter, sinker, circle, change. Now, as a Yankees fan, watch a lot of Yankees baseball. This fucker does not throw a sinker. He just doesn't. His fastball is pin straight. He does not throw a sinker. He does throw a changeup on occasion. Uh, I think it's more so of like a split action than a sinker, but we'll take it. Uh, I don't even think he really throws a cutter that much. He might have in 2017. He certainly doesn't much anymore. Uh, 115 hits per nine. 97 break. 89 velo is a little on the low side, but it's fine. 76 control is going to be a problem, I think. But this card's going to be fun to toy around with. I'm certainly going to give him a shot. As far as quirks go, he has nothing. Uh, nothing of note. But Chad Green, not bad. Really impressed, actually, that they did that. Um... I'm only mentioning Kevin Biggio because he's one of my favorite BR cards of all time. They brought back his cycle card. I can't wait to use it in BR and BR exclusively because he's got a nice swing. But I'm excited that card is back. Um, Yon Moncada, we're just going to point him out real quick. He has 125 contact left. It sucks that he only has 52 power left. 
but just pointing him out for max contact left. Uh, Jorge Soler is back. Give me a BR goon. Uh, 121 power versus right and left, 84 contact versus right and left. They made him identical. Is he good in the field? <laughs> no. Don't use him there. But he's a good BR card. Um, Alex Bregman could be a bench bat. 109 contact left, 120 power left. He's got a very quick swing. He's a third baseman with a shortstop secondary. Um, no one's going to be starting him, mostly because his 71 contact is really bad versus righties. But his, his stats versus lefties make him bench worthy. Uh, and that's really it for the flashbacks there. We got a bunch of shit cards and a couple of decent ones. Now, what you all are here for. Let's talk about the bosses. Show me the bosses, Ramon. Okay, so. You can earn 18 of the 30 all-star cards for free. Better than 12. Still not as good as getting all of them for free like we used to be able to. None of them are randos, and none of them are no-sells. You get three choice packs for div per division, excuse me, all sellable, which also means you could buy them off the market. They'll probably be pretty cheap, reasonably cheap. I would expect them to level out between, like, 20 and 25K, and then if they fall back into chase packs, they'll get cheaper. So, not a bad price to get the 12 you don't have. It's, it's honestly not. Um, there are a lot of mids, some shitty cards, but there are definitely, definitely some cards that are actually viable and can be put on teams, whether that's in your starting lineup, in your bullpen, on your bench, starting rotation. There are, there are like, cards you can use. Is this all-star program theoretically right now as meta as last year's was? No, I don't think so. There's no DeGrom. There's no Trey Turner. Like, guys that are staples for the entire year. It's hard to necessarily tell that definitively until we've actually played and start using these cards. But just by the looks of it, as of right now, I don't think that really exists. There are a couple guys who are like, eh, maybe I could see it, but I, I don't think it's going to be as meta or as OP as last year. So let's look. At 100k XP, you get an NL West pack. Five cards, choice pack. Joe Mantiply. First time I've heard of him was this year when he became good. 95 overall lefty reliever with a sinker primary. We're always happy to get lefty relievers that are good. My issue here is, is he throws very soft. And that's not a build problem. That is just him as a pitcher. He throws kind of soft. 103 hits per nine. Decent for a reliever. Generally speaking, you want that a little higher, but it's not bad. Uh, 125 walks per nine. This guy is going to be able to split an arrow in midair. This guy's got impeccable control, despite that it says 90 control on his card. It's effectively 99. 73 velo is our problem, but 99 break is good. Uh, I will try Joe Mantiply, if only because finding lefties who are good is fucking impossible. However, he does not have a deceptive release, at least in my opinion. And he doesn't throw hard, like I said. Outside of that sinker, his four-seamer is only 91, so we're not throwing that. Curveball, we're not throwing that. And his circle change, he's got 97 control on it. It, it. it might be okay. It might be okay. He's really a sinker-circle change pitcher. So, we'll see. He's not the best lefty in this program, even. But he might be worth trying. CJ Crone. Uh, does nothing well. He has a nice swing, but it's unfortunate that he doesn't even match lefties. This card is um, unfortunately not good. It's unfortunately a waste. Tony Gonsolin. This guy had one of the best first halves of pitching probably literally ever. Right next to Shane McClanahan this year. It's funny how both of them are doing uh, so well. Um, this card stinks, though. 115 hits per nine. Incredible. Automatically the highest starter in the game next to Nolan Ryan 
who I have and purchased and enjoy very much. Um, the problem here is that he throws soft and he only has a splitter as far as like kind of wonky pitches go. That's just what he throws. There's nothing we can do about it. It's unfortunate, but Tony Gonsolin stinks. Manny Machado. Um, this card fucking awful. So we've talked before on how the SDS, um, how on the SDS content shows, they always like, oh, this is going to be the best card you've ever seen. It's got like 80 power, 80 contact. It sucks. They did this for Machado. So yeah, sure. 117 contact right. We like that number. 125 power left. We like that number. But the numbers in between are fucking dog shit awful. The A is good in the field, but like I got George Brett. This is a wasteful card. He stinks. When he gets a 99 later in the year, it'll be better. This card stinks. Carlos Rodon, same thing as Gonsolin. He's been excellent. By no means am I sliding him. This man has been excellent. I wanted the Yankees to go after him and sign him because I was confident he'd be this good. The Giants made a very smart, prudent pick, and they're reaping the rewards. Carlos Rodon has been a legit all-star. Unfortunately, he only throws a four-seam slider, 12-6, and a circle change. And he's got a very, very easy delivery to read. I love facing Carlos Rodon. And that's not his fault. There's nothing we can do about that. It's just the way he plays in game. So, unfortunately, this card is also stinky caca. By all means, use him against me. I'll enjoy myself quite a bit. Next up, NL Central. This pack's decent. This pack is considerably better than the first one. Wilson Contreras. Catcher with a left field secondary. 93 arm. We love that. 65 speed. We love that for a catcher. I think he's going to replace Gary Carter on my bench. Wilson Contreras has 112 contact left, 125 power left. Decent against righties. He's built very similarly to Gary's, um, Gary Carter. Not great against righties, very good against lefties. I think Contreras is going to bump him, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toy with it. I'm going to look at it. I, I like Gary Carter's swing this year, actually, which is funny to say because it's always been bad. Um, but Wilson's a little faster. He's got a better arm. Kills lefties just a little bit better. I think, I think that's going to be the play. So this is a card that you're going to want to look out for. I guess you could start it if you want to. I wouldn't fault you. I personally very much love Joe Maurer still, but Wilson Contreras is a bench bat. Absolutely. Luis Castillo, sneaky good pitcher card. 107 hits per nine, 99 velo. He's got outlier two on his sinker. Um, circle change is very deceptive pitch. 93 break, 88 control, throws hard. Not bad. Honestly, not bad. I don't know if I'm comfortable using him just because Luis Castillo himself I'm not great with. Nothing to do with the build. Uh, but this card ain't bad. It's really fucking not bad. Corbin Burns, um, I'm not good with him. That doesn't mean he's a bad card. This is a good Corbin Burns. He's, he's very similar to last year's good Corbin Burns. I just think you can sit Cutter Sinker. Just pick which way it breaks and you're fine. They're effectively, they are the same speed. They, you can see it above my head right there. 95 miles an hour cutter, 95 miles an hour sinker. So just pick a direction. Sit on it. Get it, hit it. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, that's, as, that's how easy it is to hit Corbin Burns. I'm going to give him a try. Maybe things are different this year. But this, I mean, it's a good card. Don't get me wrong. I just, I'm, I'm not comfortable with it. Uh, David Bednar. Sucks that he only throws a four-seam curveball splitter. He's been very good. Lately, a little funky, but mostly very good. Uh, 118 hits per nine is great. He's got a decently deceptive release. Like, it's it's not just straight, simple to pick up. Uh, give him a try. I'm not saying no. He's a 95 overall reliever. Give him a try. If you like him, you like him. If you don't, no big deal. Uh, I don't think I'm going to, but I don't understand why. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, he rakes. 125 contact left, 101 power left. He rakes. He's got a nice swing. It's, it's simple as that. Um, 
You want to put him on your bench? Go for it. I don't know if I'd start him, but he's a bench bat if you'd like him to be. I personally think my lefty killers off the bench at this point are going to be Wilson Contreras and uh, the Nelson Cruz, the 93 overall Nelson Cruz. I don't necessarily foresee that changing, um, but I could see you using Paul Goldschmidt. And at least, this is, in my opinion, I think the best pack. Excuse me as I itch my ear. Uh, I think this is the best pack. There are four and three and a half bangers and Edwin Diaz. But we'll start with we'll start with Dansby Swanson. Uh, this card is built so well. 109 contact right, 111 contact left. Nice. 88 power right, 94 power left. Love that. Love, 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 love that. Vision and discipline low, so they could put his numbers in other places. 83 speed, 91 fielding, 90 reaction, 74 arm and shorts, a little little on the low side, but, in the, you know, that's nitpicking. It's not a big deal. There is a chance he becomes my shortstop over Cattell Marte. Cattell Marte, what he has going for him, in my opinion, is a better swing and a switch hitter. It's really it. But we get more speed out of Dansby just a little bit. We do get better fielding at shortstop. And Dansby's swing is traditionally hard for me to get used to, but if I do get used to it, I feel like it's going to be quick enough to make some good contact. So Dansby might be the new shortstop move, in my opinion. If you have other ideas, let me know in the comments. There are plenty of other guys I guess you could choose from, but I think Dansby might be the guy. I love his build. Love this card's build. We talk about there maybe not being a Jacob deGrom in this program. If there is one, it's Sandy Alcantara. Circle change, sinker, four-seam, slider, curveball. He has outlier two on his sinker. He also has sinker baller, which means he's an extremely effective sinker. 112 stamina. I think it should be higher. This man has gone seven innings and a bunch of straight starts, like eight or nine or ten straight starts. Might be more. 111 hits per nine. That's good. 74 Ks per nine is actually reflective of his real life. Because he actually doesn't strike out as many guys as you think for someone who throws that hard. But that's fine. I don't care. Um, 100 clutches, whatever. 85 control, 99 velo, 97 break. This card is going to be a fucking demon. He's going to be in everybody's rotation. He should be in yours as well. Edwin Diaz had everything he needed to be great. 115 hits per nine. Love it. 125 Ks per nine. Sure. 125 clutch. Sure. 90 control. Yep. 99 velo, 99 break. Oh, boy. Slider primary. Yes, sir. They didn't give him outlier. And this man throws very hard. He should have outlier. I don't know why they, they didn't do that. So they nerfed him for no fucking reason. There is maybe a chance that they add outlier later. They've done it before. I don't know. I'm not confident. But if he gets outlier, he's worth using. If he doesn't get outlier, just leave him alone. Bryce Harper. Um, he's hurt right now. It's unfortunate. I want this card to be good, but it, it's just a boring build to me. He doesn't do anything particularly well. He is better against righties, as you'd think. 110 contact right, 106 power right. I just don't think those are high enough to be my bench bats against right-handed pitching when I have Devers and Jordan. Um, 69 in the field, very nice, but also very not nice. Oh, sorry, 69 speed, very nice, but also very not nice. 78 in the field's decent. His arm should be stronger. His card's just meh. Um... If you like Bryce Harper's swing, go ahead and use him. He'll probably be fine. He's just not... This this build is not for me. And then let's talk. So Juan Soto is one of the more divisive cards right now in the program. So Juan Soto this year, I think we can all acknowledge, has not been hitting very well. He's on more of a tear lately, certainly. Uh, he has been getting on base at a remarkably like historic clip. So, unfortunately, 
It's not reflected on the card. 125 discipline is, I guess, the way to reflect that, but it means nothing. Um, which is also why his hitting attributes are so weird. I don't think you want to start Juan Soto. 77 contact left, 98 power left in a meadow with a lot of lefties is not going to help you. As good as this swing is, it's not. 98 contact right's a little low. 114 power right is okay. However, look at his quirks. He, and also, 82 in the field, by the way. Very good fielder. We look at his quirks. Getting to the one that's relevant. Please excuse me. Situational hitter. Excels at driving in a runner from third with less than two outs. That's an active quirk. That's good. If you if you got him on the bench and you need a, need a run scored, pinch hit him. Um, I, I want Juan Soto to be so good. He's also going to get a home run derby card. I... That card will just have higher power. It'll have lower contact. Nah, I don't know. If you're a Juan Soto guy, you want him on your bench, maybe just see what the Home Run Derby card looks like first before you make your decision. That's all I'm going to say there. Next, AL West. This card art's great, by the way. Uh, Justin Verlander has been just an incredible, incredible story this year. He doesn't have Outlier on his Live Series card for obvious reasons. Even, well, he throws fucking really hard still, but he doesn't necessarily throw a 102 all the time. Um, if we do get another no-hitter card from him, that'll be the Justin Verlander you want. This one I don't think is going to be very good. He's only got 87 velo. <sighs> Give him a try. If like I, Last year I loved Justin Verlander, but I think it was largely because of Outlier. Give him a try. He might be okay. I just, I'm not confident he will be. The Shohei Otani is dookie shits. Um, it stinks because he shouldn't be. But his live series card is more valuable because of live because uh, of inside edge. Rather, ninety one hits per nine is disgusting. His hitting is is like it's the same. I don't know. I'm not enthused by this card. I get I get tit fucked with Otani anyway. So if you like Otani, use him. Great. If not, just use the live series. Paul Blackburn has kind of fizzled out a little bit, but it was incredible to open the season. Sinker Cutter is his first two pitches. He's got 89 control, 99 break. Velo, shockingly high at 82. Um, 100 hits per nine. He might be kind of funky. I'm willing and open to giving him a shot. I just, I don't think he's a stalwart in the rotation. But, I mean, you won't know to try. <sighs> J-Rod, J-Rod, J-Rod. I want to like this J-Rod so much because they downgraded Trout again, and I don't know if Trout can be used on higher difficulties right now. Very good against lefties. 108 contact left, 114 power left. We love those numbers. But 90 contact right and 86 power right against righties is really bad. He has 89 in the field, so he will be a diamond in center field at P1. 99 speed, 98 base running aggressiveness. You get him to P5, he's got 99 steel. He's going to be a perfect base runner. Last episode, or very recently, I put John Birdie on my bench as my speedy guy who can also hit lefties. Julio Rodriguez will replace him. I want J-Rod to be my starter, though. <laughs> I just no, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Again, just like Soto, let's see what his home run derby card looks like. I'm not confident it'll look better, but if he wins the damn thing, it might. So let's see. But J-Rod has a cool swing, cool story. Give him a shot, I think. I, maybe? Let me know what you think. I'm, I'm still not positive. Martin Perez gets a 97, sinker, cutter, circle, throws really soft. He's kind of BP, in my opinion, but if you like him, use him. You know, the preference thing. AL Central. This is a, kind of a weak one. Andres Jimenez, 
He's got a nice swing. He's built really well. It's just unfortunate his power left is so low. I'd rather take away from some of that clutch rating and, and fucking bunt rating and put it on his power left. Um, it's a card. You want to use him at second base, give him a go. I think Chase Utley's better. I think uh, we're going to talk about him in a second, but the new collection reward is certainly better. Um, I'd give Andres Jimenez a try. I'm not going to, but I don't fault you if you do. Tim Anderson, bench battle alert. Bench bat alert, 125 contact left, 100 power left. He is the same bench bat as Paul Goldschmidt, except he plays shortstop second and third. So more positional flexibility. He's faster. He's a better fielder. Um, just depends then what swing you like. If you're looking for more of a well-rounded guy who, in an emergency, can also hit righties, Goldschmidt is the better option. But Tim Anderson can, can do the job against lefties literally just as well. So that's up to you. That's your choice. Um, this is... A surefire, put it in your bullpen, lock him in type of guy. Gregory Soto, four seam sinker slider, circle change, 118 hits per nine, and he's got enough control to work. 83 control is much better than previous Gregory Soto cards. Gregory Soto cards in the past, you'd used to, you know, you'd throw it and then just close your eyes. You don't know where it's going. This one should go pretty close to where you want it. 99 velo, 93 break is also great. His worst control pitch is a circle change, so just be a little careful with that. But. It'll, it should be okay. Bury it. Bury the circle change. It'll be fine. I'm going to put Greg Soto in my bullpen. Absolutely. He's going to replace Josh Hader. Uh, Andrew Benintendi is... Andrew Benintendi. He's got no power. He swings a noodle. Skip him. Uh, and Luis Arias got fucking hoed. This man could have been viable if they gave him 90, 92 power against righties. At least he's a bench bat. But he can't hit lefties worth a lick. He's slow. That's that's all that needs to be said. This card's not good. It, it stinks because he should have had a better card, but it, it's unfortunate that that's how they built him. A at least is also a good pack. Jorge Lopez just got a 93. Bingo, bango. Here's a 95. So picture that card just a little bit better. I didn't pitch well with that 93. I'm going to give the 95 another chance. This card is categorically better than the one that's two overalls less. So if you like Jorge Lopez, get him again. I think you'll see him in bullpens quite a bit. He has an outlier sinker with 120 hits per nine. So not bad. Um, surprise of the century alert. This J.D. Martinez is really, really good. Like really, really good. High contacts, 116 contact right, 125 contact left. We love that. Really playable power, 88 power right, 92 power left, because his swing is immaculate. He's got a phenomenal swing. And then here's the big surprise. <laughs> 77 in the field, 81 arm, 81 reaction. He can actually play left field. Usually J.D. Martinez cards suck. This guy can actually play left field. He's only got 40 speed, so be careful which left field you're playing. Like, pick the stadium correctly. This card's good. Like, this card's legit good. I might find a way with toy with him. I don't know. He's not a bench bat, in my opinion. If only because his power is not high enough. Excuse me, I say, God. Huh. Sorry, it's been a long, long couple weeks, guys. Uh, but I love this card. I really do. I truly love this card a lot. Um, use him, guys. If you, if you have room, if you need some outfield help, use this guy. Aaron Judge. He looks pretty much identical to his live series. I will not speak ill of Aaron Judge, as I love him, and I hope he becomes a Yankee for the rest of his life. Don't use him on your God Squad, though. Sorry. Shane McClanahan. Dude's literally been the best first half pitcher maybe ever. Like, compared to Pedro. 
Boy, they built this card like shit. 104 hits per nine is laughably low. 98 stamina is fine. Um, 89 Ks per nine, very low. 125 clutch, get that the fuck out of here. Give him something more valuable. And he only throws a four-seam curve uh, circle change slider. Plus, his delivery takes 13 years in a day. It's slower than Warren Spawn to get to the plate. It's it's unfortunate. Shane McClanahan has gotten hoed. Shane McClanahan is a super fun pitcher. And if I'm saying that about somebody on the Tampa Bay Rays, you know it's true, because I fucking hate them. Um, it's just unfortunate. He got hoed. And so it's, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts. Finally, Alejandro Kirk. Um, you guys are going to hate me. I don't like Alejandro Kirk. The person's fine. The player's fine, too. I just don't like the card. Uh, Chev, literally two hours ago, compared him to a pretzel nugget, which I thought was made me laugh. It was hysterical. Uh, he's short, hovers over the plate. Swing is kind of weird. He's, like, he's built fine. I still think Joe Maurer's better. I still think Gary Carter's better. I still think Wilson Contreras is better. Eh. Eh. I don't know. Mid. Mid card. You guys can hate me for that. Mid card. And those are all of the 30. Okay? We've gone over the 30. Now, some other things to note here. I just realized that I said I'd go through the entire XP path before doing the cards, but I did the cards first, so I'm a moron. We are going to now do the XP. It's fine. You get a cover athlete pack. You get a Takashi pack. At 350k, you get a ball and out of control pack, and there are five of them in this program. If there was ever a time to finish a program to the end. It's this one. You also, starting at 420... Nice. K XP... You get future of the franchise cards. I have all of them already, so this is superfluous, but they're going to be quick sells at like 10k. So that's cool. You get one pack, choice pack for each one of them. You get big dogs, set one, two, and three, as if we don't already have a million of all of these. They're not even expensive anymore, but we have them. Always intense one. Always intense two. Another ball and out of control. Another ball and out of control. And you close with two packs of ball and out of control. Super cool program. How do you get through the program fast, Kenny? It's a great question, viewer slash listener. Let me help you. Do the mini-seasons glitch. Uh, exploit. Nah, challenge. It's not a glitch. It's not an exploit. It's not illegal. But do that. Um, I can get a 10 runs in one game on Rookie done in about 15 minutes. Generally speaking, it's 7,500 XP. That's what I usually get for it. Do the math. I know you will, at some point, reach your daily XP limit. I reached it today already. It's at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, because I just pounded that all day long. Pause. Um, but that, in my opinion, is the fastest, most efficient, least frustrating way to get XP fast. Obviously, do your moments, do your conquest. If you want to do exchanges and light your stubs on fire, that is your prerogative. Um, not going to tell you how to spend your stubs. If you want to do that, go right ahead. Now, there's a lot of new content coming this week. They've made it worth your while. There's a new collection. And look at this, bad boy. 99 Jackie fucking Robinson. Welcome to everybody's new second baseman once they get him. He's better than Chase Utley by a long shot. He's got max contact right and left. 88 power right, 80 power left. It's going to play just fine. I usually suck with Jackie Robinson cards, but I cannot wait to use this one. I'm curious if his swing is better. 87 in the field, which means he's a diamond at second at P3. He's also going to have 99 speed at P3. 
I mean, talk to me, Daddy. This card's going to be sick. It's going to be difficult to get. You need 44 All-Stars and Home Run Derby cards to get this. And they have to be from the 2022 season. They can't be flashbacks. Whew, but I can't fucking wait. It's probably going to be about two to three weeks before I get them. Generally speaking, I think it's going to be the timeline for a lot of people. But Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Also plays first, third, and left. Put him at third, put him in left. Whew, I can't wait. This card's going to be fucking great. It, it's Roberto Clemente, but faster. And an infielder, mostly. Um, yeah, this card's going to be fun. This card's going to be a lot of fun. This card's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Okay. Let's talk, before we close here, let's talk calendar, because there's more stuff coming. Okay. Here's the calendar. 718. That's today, Monday. New program. Home Run Derby is tonight. Tuesday is the All-Star Game. Coming Wednesday. Oh, there's also a new event starting today, I should say. Monday. Moonshot event is back with uh, two new rewards. 97 Adam Dunn. 96 uh, Finest Franimal from last year. So go get them if you'd like. And it's uh, any pitcher under 64, all hitters. It's back to like your normal Moonshot event. But let's talk here. So on Wednesday, David Ortiz program as he enters the Hall of Fame. A 99 Prime David Ortiz. Lineups are going to start shaking up, boys and girls. If you're sick of seeing Frank Thomas and you want someone new, it might be poppy time. We're going to have to see what he looks like. I would imagine he's going to look pretty similar to Frank. Um, if you need another lefty in the lineup and you're switching things up, maybe Poppy's the guy. I'm excited. I can't wait to see this card. Prime? Prime Poppy? Should be fucking nuts. If it's built right. So we'll see. Uh, new All-Star program is coming on Wednesday as well. Last year we had an All-Star program that gave us Ronald Acuna Jr. because he got hurt. So I'm curious what this will be. A lot of people are guessing that it will be 99 overall Pujols and 99 overall Miggy, Miguel Cabrera, because they're honorary. Well, they're they're all-stars this year, but they're more like honorary all-stars this year. Maybe that's a way to honor them. Uh, and then on 726, which is then Monday, Tuesday, it's Tuesday, I think. Uh, it's a new rank season. Uh, I still have not grinded this rank season out because I've been so busy and I was away for a little while for work. I'm 60 and 15, and I'm rated 18. Okay, so I got a little work to do. I, I will probably be trying that on stream this week. Like I said, that's a good way to wrap it up and tie it in a bow. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, we will be streaming new content, maybe ranked. Still have to do BR, so we're going to talk BR as well. Maybe some events. There's a lot to fucking do. Um, now that I'm back, I'm going to be grinding the shit out of this game a lot. So we'll be unlocking things together. We'll talk and review, and we'll go from there. So, guys, this puts a wrap on episode 99. Again, next week is episode 100. Will there be something special? I hope so. Uh, we'll figure something out. I'm trying to line up a guest. We'll see what happens. We'll have some fun. Uh, and either way, even if it's just me, we're still going to have fun with episode 100. I love you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so that is it. Enjoy the new program, guys, and I will talk to you next week.